That's been a challenge that the Lord's put on my heart for this during this past week is to love the Lord with my mind. El reto que Dios me ha puesto estas últimas semanas en mi corazón es amar a Dios con mi mente. And I found out how much my mind is on so many other things besides really loving the Lord. Y me he dado cuenta cuántas muchas cosas también mi mente está envuelta aparte de también amar a Dios. It's interesting that in the Old Testament, if you look with me real quickly in Deuteronomy 6. Es interesante si vemos el en el Viejo Testamento vemos en uh, Deuteronomio 6, 6. and uh, verse Deuteronomy chapter 6 and the, the great commandment is in verse um, verse 5 vemos el gran mandamiento leemos el, en el verso 5 and uh, let's just read that together if we can this is Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 Deuteronomio capítulo 6 del verso 5 a ver si lo podemos leer juntos it says thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart with all thy soul and with all thy might and these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart go ahead and read that in Spanish dice el verso 5 amarás a Jehová tu Dios de todo tu corazón y de toda tu alma y con todas sus fuerzas y estas palabras que yo te mando hoy estarán sobre tu corazón It's interesting that it, that, that uh, this is the great commandment given even in the Old Testament. What's interesting here is that uh, in the Old Testament the mind is not included. And let's turn, if we will, quickly to Mark chapter 12, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. Veamos en Marcos capítulo, Marco, capítulo 12. Yeah, Mark chapter 12. Marcos capítulo 12. And uh, here Jesus is speaking with a scribe. Y aquí Jesús hablando con un escriba. The scribe came to Jesus and, and asked, uh, what was the greatest commandment in, uh, of, all the, of all the Bible? Este escriba le pregunta a Jesús cuál es el gran mandamiento de, de toda la Biblia. Now remember what a scribe was. Y recuerda lo que un escriba era, ¿no? A scribe was someone that uh, they were like the Xerox copy machines of their day. Un escriba era quizás como la, la máquina uh, quizás uh, fotocopiadora de sus días, ¿no? They, uh -huh. they didn't have print, book printing factories. No but it, there was no way to manufacture Bibles and scriptures. No tenían este imprimidoras, uh, compañías de imprimidoras o o o, public, o, o sino este publicadora, ¿no? So the scribes had the responsibility of making copies of the scriptures. Así que los escribas tenían la responsabilidad de hacer hacer copia de las escrituras. And so they knew the scriptures very well for having made handwritten copies of it continually. Así que conocían las escrituras muy bien de del hecho de hacer copias por escrito. So this scribe, I'm not sure how sincere his question really was. Y entonces este escriba no sé cuán sincera su pregunta fue. I think actually he was trying to find out if the if Jesus did know the great commandments. Y tal vez quizás también él quería averiguar si Jesús Conocía o no el gran mandamiento. So, so when Jesus answered in verse 29, así que cuando Jesús responde en el verso 29, he said, Jesus said, this is the greatest of all commandments, the first of all commandments is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. So he quotes from Deuteronomy chapter 6. Y eso le, le responde y le cita de Deuteronomio capítulo 6. And he goes on and he adds 
This little expression, he adds the mind. In the Old Testament, we don't see anything about the mind, but here he adds the mind. Y añade esta expresión la mente que en el uh, en Deuteronomio no encontramos esta expresión, pero a Jesús aquí lo añade. In verse 30, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Dice el verso 30 de que amarás al Señor tu Dios con todo tu corazón y con toda tu alma y con toda tu mente y con todas tus fuerzas. Este es el, este es el principal mandamiento. Now, when a scribe heard that, Ahora cuando el escriba oyó eso, he said, oh, you've answered very well, Jesus. It was like he was giving him a test. Y él le dice, muy, muy bien has dicho, como si le estaba dando un, un examen. And, uh, and so on. But what I wanted to point out is that here Jesus adds that one expression of loving the Lord with your mind. Pero aquí quiero enfatizar de que Jesús aquí añade esa expresión con toda tu mente. And I think the reason why we find it in the New Testament and not in the Old Testament is that under the law of Moses, under that dispensation, it was not possible to love God with the mind like God makes it possible for us today. Yo creo que en la dispensación de la ley, en esa dispensación no era, no era posible amar a Dios con la mente como es posible ahora Hoy en, día para in the Old Testament they had of course the law and they had of course the grace of God was available to them like it is to us today but the greatest difference la gran, la mayor is that they didn't have the Holy Spirit no el Santo. and the Holy Spirit makes a big difference in our lives y el Santo hace una gran en vida. can you say amen to that decir amen a eso? it makes a big difference the baptism and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our life makes a big difference. That's what is available for us today. When Jesus came, we were studying this in our upper grade classroom here at the school. When Jesus came, uh, he began to preach to the people. He says, in the Old Testament you heard it was said like this, but I say unto you now. And he, for instance, he would say, you have heard it said, you shall not kill. But he says, I say unto you, digo, even if you get angry at somebody, you're just as guilty. What was Jesus doing? He wasn't changing the law. He wasn't giving new laws. He was explaining what was really on God's heart. It wasn't that God just didn't want a bunch of dead people around everywhere. He wanted people, he wanted the, the root of the problem stopped. And that's anger. Which comes from a lot of things in our lives sometimes. So Jesus was dealing with the heart. He says in Matthew 5 that our righteousness needs to go way beyond that of the scribes and Pharisees. And the only way that's possible is if the Holy Spirit comes down inside of us and begins to deal with us about our thoughts. How many know you can keep all the laws? You can obey all the laws. But your heart can be very far away. Right? right? Children, uh, for the young people, you, you, can, you can do everything your parents say, but you're, as you're walking around the house doing it, it's like, why me? Right? Quizás todo lo que tus padres te dicen, pero cuando vas andas por la casa, estás 
The law could never reach the thoughts and minds of a person. La ley nunca pudo alcanzar los pensamientos, la mente de una persona. And even for you and I, y aún para nosotros, unless we allow the Holy Spirit inside to deal with us about things in our mind and hearts, a menos que dejemos al Espíritu Santo dentro de nosotros tratar con cosas en nuestra mente, nuestra mente, we'll never understand. Corazón. We'll only be able to love the Lord like the Old Testament saints. No vamos a entender. Vamos quizás solamente a poder amar a Dios como hicieron los santos del Antiguo Testamento. They could love God with their soul and their emotions. Podían amar a Dios con su alma y sus they emociones. They could love God with their with their Heart and affections. Podían amarlo con su corazón y afecciones. They can love God with their strength and do great things for the Lord. Podían amarlo con toda su fuerza, hacer grandes cosas para Dios. But their minds. Pero sus mentes. Was an area that was difficult to get to. Era una área muy difícil a la que llegar. Their thoughts. Sus pensamientos. Jesus said, "In the Old Testament, it was written." En el Viejo Testamento fue escrito. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Y no adulterarás. But I say unto you, digo, Jesús, even looking on a woman si a mujer, is the same as committing adultery. Igual que el adulterio. See, that's something the Old Testament couldn't deal with. Because no the Holy Spirit wasn't made available. No había sido hecho Now the Holy Spirit can deal with us. Ahora el puede con How many want the Holy Spirit to deal with you like that? Que so that we can really love the Lord with all of our hearts. Amen. Amen. That's what it means to love God. Eso es amar a Dios. With our hearts, our soul, nuestras almas, our strength, nuestras fuerzas. That means doing what He wants us to do. Hacer lo que él quiere realmente que hagamos. And loving Him with our mind. Y amarlo con nuestras mentes. And this is part of what the Holy Spirit has come to do. This is part of the new covenant. Y esto es parte de lo que el Espíritu Santo ha venido a hacer, parte del nuevo pacto. Now, this is not what I wanted to share on today, but I just felt this is what God is uh, is is. Just as a little word of exhortation, what God can do in us if we allow Him. Y, y bueno, esto es quizás como palabra de exhortación lo que he sentido que a Dios quiere que que, que pueda hacer nosotros si le permitimos. If you look in in, in Hebrews chapter eight, si vemos en Hebreos capítulo ocho, Hebrews chapter eight it talks about this new covenant. Habla acerca de este nuevo pacto. And part of the new covenant is that He's going to not only just give us laws on a table of stone. Y habla de este nuevo pacto que no solamente va a ser acerca de leyes en tablas de, 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 de piedra. The old covenant was written on tables of stone. Ese viejo pacto fue escrito en, en tablas de piedra. But the new covenant is going to be written on two places in our lives. El nuevo pacto va a ser escrito en dos lugares en nuestra vida. Verse 10. El verso 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel in those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their minds and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them a God, and they will be to me a people. Yeah, verso, verso 10, por lo cual este es el pacto que haré con la casa de Israel. Después de aquellos días, dice el Señor, pondré mis leyes en la mente de ellos, y sobre sus corazones las escribiré, y, ellos serán, y seré a ellos por Dios, y ellos me serán a mí por, por pueblo. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. Este es el, este es el obra del Espíritu Santo. Amen. Amen. You know, you can find, I think you'll find, that in the one difference between a child of God that's been baptized in the Holy Spirit and a child of God that's not been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Y quizá vas a encontrar la diferencia entre un hijo de Dios que ha sido bautizado con el Espíritu Santo y uno que no ha sido bautizado por el Espíritu Santo. Is that, is that uh, those baptized with the, those that are not baptized with the Holy Spirit they have a hard time allowing God to deal down with the very thoughts and motives of their heart. They're more satisfied just keeping the outward laws and that makes them feel better. 
es que va a encontrar que aquel que no ha sido bautizado por el Espíritu Santo tiene un, 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 un tiempo difícil, ¿no? De dejando al Espíritu Santo lidiar con sus uh, motivaciones, sus mentes, sus deseos, ¿no? Están más contentos con guardar la ley externa. Yeah, they're very, they're more satisfied just keeping certain laws and restrictions and holding certain morals in the eyes of others. Están más satisfechos guardando ciertos ciertas morales, ciertos este mandamientos, ¿no? Y están así contentos. But a person baptized with the Holy Ghost. Una persona bautizada por el Espíritu Santo. If they're allowing the Holy Spirit to fill them, that, that's that's the difference. Están dejando el Espíritu Santo dejarle llenarlos. We can be baptized in the Holy Spirit and act like devils. Podemos ser llenos del Espíritu Santo y actuar como diablos. But a person who's allowing the Holy Spirit to work inside. Una persona que está dejando el Espíritu Santo obrar adentro. Will suddenly become more aware of their thoughts and desires and their intents and motives, things that only the Holy Spirit can do with the sharp word of God. Se va a dar cuenta de, de repente más, va a estar más uh, consciente de sus pensamientos, sus deseos, sus motivos. Um, 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 algo que solamente el Espíritu Santo puede hacerlo como, como una, espada de los, de los, una espada de los filos. Amen. Jesus is looking for a bride. Jesús busca por una novia. That loves him with her heart. Que le ama con, con su corazón. With her soul. Con su alma. With all of her strength con toda su fuerza, and all of her attention. Y toda su That's the kind of bride Jesus wants. Before we go into that, before we go into that, that little study today, let's all stand and let's just pray that we can give room to the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. Let's all stand and let's pray and see if the Holy and see if we can ask the Holy Spirit to to come and do a fresh work in our minds. Vamos a orar y pedir al Espíritu Santo si que pueda venir a hacer una obra fresca en nuestra mente. Unless he does it. A menos que él lo haga. It, well, it can't be done. No puede ser hecho. There's no way you can examine yourself and see these things. No manera que puedas examinarte a ti mismo y ver estas cosas. Uh, there's no way we can examine the heart, our own heart by ourselves. No hay manera de examinar nuestro propio corazón. Bible says no man knows what's in the heart of man. But Jesus does. And he can reveal two things inside of us. He can show us where our motives are wrong, where our intents are wrong, where our ambitions are wrong, where our thoughts are wrong, and he can change us from the inside out. Y él puede revelarnos donde quizá nuestras motivaciones están tan mal, nuestros deseos, nuestras ambiciones están mal. Uh, nuestros pensamientos tan mal y él puede cambiarnos de, de, de adentro para afuera. Let's just pray for that, just for a moment. Vamos a orar por eso por un momento. Give yourself to the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to come in a fresh way in your life. Entregándote al Señor y pidiendo al Espíritu Santo de que venga una una manera fresca a hablar esto. It's a work that maybe no one else can really even see. Es una obra que quizás nadie más pueda ver. But it changes us from the inside out. Pero nos cambia de adentro para afuera. Our reasons for doing things. La razón por hacer las cosas. Our motives and our attitudes. Nuestras motivaciones, Our nuestras thoughts, actitudes, nuestros pensamientos, all of those things. Todas estas cosas. Some people keep a closed door in those areas of their life. Algunos mantienen una puerta muy cerrada en esa área de su vida. And they'll never grow spiritually. Y quizás nunca van a crecer espiritualmente. It's only when we open up that door and say, just let all, let the Lord show us all the garbage there. Solo cuando abrimos esa puerta dejamos al Señor mostrar toda esa basura ahí. When we open up that door, cuando abrimos esa puerta, let the Lord let the Lord show us all that garbage by His Spirit. Que nos muestre esa basura por el Espíritu Santo. He can change us. Él nos puede cambiar. Amen. Pray about that just for a minute. Oramos, oremos en eso por un minuto. Amen. Father, thank you. Padre, gracias. 
Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Kiriya Larabasandra Labandiri Kedarabasai. Hallelujah. Amen. Holy Spirit, come. Spirit Santo, ven. Come and wake up our spirits. Ven y despierta nuestro espíritu. Lord, it's so easy to go along playing church and going through all the motions. Y es fácil, Señor, seguir o jugar a la iglesia y ir por todas las emociones. Come and deal with us inside, Lord. Pero ven y, y, y trata con nosotros adentro. Come and deal with me, Lord. Trata en mí, Señor. Holy Spirit, come and just... I open up every door in my heart to you, Lord. Ven, te abro cada puerta en mi corazón, Señor. Come by your Spirit. Ven por tu Espíritu. Like a bright candle, come and search every part of my heart, mind, and thoughts and attitudes. Como una, una, quizás una vela uh, brillante, resplandeciente, ven y, y, y es, uh, escudriña mi Señor cada pensamiento, cada motivación, cada actitud. Come, Holy Spirit. Ven, Espíritu Come, Santo. Holy Spirit. Ven, Espíritu Santo. We give you permission. Te, te, te damos el permiso. We give you permission to come and change us on the inside. Cambiarnos adentro. To come and show us how different our thoughts are from yours. Ven a mostrarnos cuán diferentes nuestros pensamientos son de ti. To come and show us how different our thoughts are from your thoughts, Lord. Ven y muéstranos cuán diferentes nuestros pensamientos son de los tuyos. Come and show us, Lord. Ven a mostrarnos. Come and show us, Lord. Ven a mostrarnos. Come, Holy Spirit. Ven, Espíritu Santo. Come, Holy Spirit. Ven, Espíritu Santo. Come and fill us, Holy Spirit. Ven y llénanos. Kalaraba kiandra lava sitiri bukarara mosandra lamaneravai. Come and work in our life. Come and work, Lord. Come and waken us up spiritually to your work in our lives. Oh God, take away from us just being satisfied with keeping outward laws. Take that away from us, Lord. Let us only be satisfied with an inner likeness, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your word right now, Lord. Let it come and cleanse our lives. Let it come and wash us. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's be seated. Amen. And what we're looking, we're looking at the word of God, and we shared last week how It's with the washing of water by the word that Jesus is going to get his church ready. Veíamos la semana pasada que con el lavamiento de la palabra en nuestro corazón de que Jesús va a listar a su iglesia. And we, the, the first title for God's word we gave was the word of power. Y el primer 
And, and what we're trying to, to do, at least what I'm trying to do in my own studies of this, is, is to just awaken inside of me a, a hunger and a thirst to get into the Bible and to enjoy it and delight in it. It's the bread of life. And one of the titles given to God's Word is that it's the Word of Power. It's the word of power. La palabra de poder. There's authority in that word. Hay autoridad en esa palabra. It has power to produce whatever it's gone forth to do. And the question to ask ourselves is, do we tremble at God's word? Or are there certain words, certain scriptures that perhaps we despise or Uh, or just neglect totally. Second title for God's word was the word of faith. We shared about the importance of God's word in allowing faith to be worked into our lives. Of allowing faith for, for what Through God's word, faith can begin working in our lives. Faith is a mystery. La fe es un it, we, it comes by hearing God's word. Viene por el oír la palabra de but Dios. we also need to have faith to mix it with God's word when we do hear it. And the question we ask ourselves is, do we receive God's word with faith? Do we hear it as his word or just the word of men? The third thing we saw that what we studied last week was the word of grace. The question we asked was, do we consider God's word more important to our lives than even our daily bread. And how God tested the Israelites and, and took them through wilderness and experience to teach them things. That man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. And that word is our food. It's what gives us the strength we need to do His will. We shared about how just doing, even a few weeks back, we talked about the meat offering, how the meat offering, just doing God's will, provides us with food to continue serving Him. It's not that we need strength to do God's will is that we do God's will and that becomes our strength. It's not that we need special abilities to do God's will, it's that as we do God's will, He gives us the special abilities we need. And this word becomes our bread. And what, we're looking, what we want to look at today just for a little bit is the word of righteousness. And uh, the word of righteousness, that, that's looking Jeremiah uh, 23 is the scripture, or Hebrews 5 first of all, Hebrews 5 and verse 13. Y veamos también en, en esta escritura en Hebreos capítulo 5. 
Y usa aquí el escritor esta expresión para referirse a la palabra de Dios. And he says this to the people in verse 13. Y dice verso 13. And he's actually scolding the Hebrews. He's scolding the Hebrews because they have not they, that by this time they should have been teachers of the things they had heard. Y él aquí está llamando la atención a, los, a estos hebreos de que diciéndole que para ya este tiempo deben ser maestros. By this time they should have been teachers. Ya para este tiempo deben ser maestros. But he says now you've become dull of hearing. No, pero se han vuelto tardos de tardos para oír. You, you, all you have All you desire now is milk and you're not interested in the strong meat of God's words. When people are unable to eat meat, y las personas no pueden comer carne, the meat of God's word, o la carne de la palabra de Dios, the indication is that they're unable to teach it to others. They still need milk. Let's read these verses and see, get an understanding of what the writer is telling us here. In verse 11, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing that ye are dull of hearing. Verse 11. Verse 11 dice acerca de esto: tenemos mucho que decir y difícil de explicar por cuantos habéis hecho tardos para oír. For when the time ye ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Dice verso 12, porque debiendo ya ser maestros después de tanto tiempo, tenéis necesidad de que os vuelva a enseñar cuáles son los primeros rudimentos de la palabra de Dios, y habéis llegado a ser tales que tenéis necesidad de leche y no de alimento sólido. Notice he's saying that people that need to continually be taught and continually be taught, instead of becoming teachers, the evidence or the fruit of that is that Or the, what that means is that there are people that can only take milk, they can't take the meat. Notemos que, que una y otra vez él hace el énfasis de que las personas que, que necesitan siempre ser enseñados y en vez de poder enseñar, la evidencia es de que necesitan, siempre necesitan más bien recibir de leche y no pueden recibir alimento sólido. In verse 13, in verse 13, it says, For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Dice verso 13 que todo aquel que participa en la leche es inexperto en la palabra de justicia porque es niño. Now we all need to drink milk, isn't that right? Ahora todos necesitamos beber leche, ¿no? Uh, without milk our teeth would fall out and, and we wouldn't be able to chew the meat anyway. Sin leche quizás nuestros dientes se podrían caer y podríamos quizás ni aún mascar la carne. So the writer is not saying uh, that we shouldn't take the, we, that the milk of God's word we don't, we don't need it anymore we can just get rid of it. Entonces el escritor no nos dice de que hemos de simplemente deshacernos de la leche de la palabra de Dios What he's saying is this: those that are un, those that are uninterested or unable to teach God's words, they're ones that are only interested in drinking milk and drinking milk and staying in a baby state. And those that are just only taking milk, all they can handle, if you give them a piece of meat. They start choking and gagging. Y aquellos que simplemente están acostumbrados right? a tomar leche, si les das un alimento sólido, que comienzan quizás a ahogar. They just want the milk. Solamente quieren de leche. And one of the fruits of the fact that they're a babe is that they're unable to teach. 
Y uno de los frutos de que son niños es de que no pueden enseñar. You can, you, they, they can hear the word of God and hear it for years and years, but still never be able to put it into share with others. Pueden oír la palabra, oírla por años y años, y aún quizás no pueden poder enseñar a otro. One of the goals God has in our life is to not only just that we receive His word and it changes us, but that then He could use us to change others. Una de las metas que Dios tiene para nuestra vida es de que no simplemente el eh, el recibimos y él no nos cambia, sino que podamos usar para cambiar a otros. So when people aren't interested in getting the strong meat so they can begin teaching others, sí, cuando una persona no está interesada en recibir ese alimento sólido para que pueda también enseñar a otros, then they'll always be in a baby state. Entonces todo en lo que está en ese estado de niño. Now, we want to make it clear that there are some There, there are in the apostolic ministry there is the ministry or the office of a teacher that's different y entendamos de que en el, en el ministerio apostólico quizás tenemos la, la función ¿no? de, de, de quizás este, de maestro there are some that have the gift of being able to teach hay quienes tienen ese, ese don de poder enseñar and that's of course uh, appointed for certain people not everybody y es quizás algo dado para ciertas personas no para todos First Corinthians makes it very clear that not everybody is a teacher vemos claro de que no todos son maestros pero no es ese ma de ese maestro que está hablando aquí el escritor here he says by this time you should all be teachers dice que para, por ahora ya todos deberían ser maestros dice él I'm wondering how long How many years he's referring to here? Me pregunto de cuántos años ya Pablo aquí está se está refiriendo. Is he talking to those that have been in the church for 40 and 50 years or those who've only been in the church for five years? Se refiere a aquellos que han estado en la iglesia por qué 40, 30 años o solamente los que estaban por 5 años ya. I don't know whether it's a matter of years. Yo no sé si es cuestión de años aquí. It's more a matter of appetites. O quizás una cuestión de apetito. You understand that? Entendemos eso? I know many of God's children that, that, that get saved and on fire for the Lord and, and, and they want to start teaching others right away. I mean, they're not going to wait for 10, 20, 30 years. What it means is this. Lo que significa es, you hear something in God's Word and you digest it lo and it's real and strength y, y es for real, you. Y se hace fuerza and para what ti. immediately the effect of that is that you want to share with others. Inmediatamente el efecto de esto de que quieres compartir con otros. You want to give it to others. Quieres darlo a otros. Hey, did you hear what the Lord spoke? Ah, y dice, oíste lo que ha hablado oh, el Señor. Oh, look what the Lord taught me the other day. Oh, mira lo que Dios me enseñó el otro día. And we're excited about that word. Tienes esa emoción, esa emoción por ello. And we have that meat where we receive, we want the meat. Y, y, y recibimos, queremos ese, ese alimento sólido. Because we want to share with others too. Porque queremos compartirlo con otros también. Says, Everyone that only participates with milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. He is a babe. Todo aquel que participa de leche es inexperto en la palabra de justicia porque es un niño. In verse 14. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age. Pero alimentos sólidos para los que han alcanzado madurez. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Para los que por el uso tienen los sentidos ejercitados en el discernimiento del bien y del mal. What does it say in verse 14 again? Spanish, pero el alimento sólido para los que han alcanzado. Yeah, it says in Spanish, in English it says a full age. In Spanish it says full maturity. They've come to maturity. En español dice para los que han alcanzado madurez ya. 
Niño quizás no está interesado en enseñarle a nadie. I mean, sometimes Abigail she enjoys playing school when she's at home. A veces a Abigail uh, le gusta jugar a la escuela cuando está en la casa. She sits down with Priscilla and Kezi and tries to teach him something, you know. Y se sienta con Priscilla con Kezi y les trata de enseñar algo. But but but, but uh, it's a mature person. Pero es una persona madura. That has the interest of multiplying what God has given him. Que tiene el interés de multiplicar lo que Dios le ha dado. Okay, so in this passage, he uses the title "The Word of Righteousness." Y en este pasaje usa ese título, dice la, la palabra de justicia. The words, a word of righteousness. La palabra de justicia. Turn with me also to Jeremiah chapter 23. Vamos también Jeremías al capítulo 23. Jeremiah 23. Jeremías 23. In verse 9. El verso 9. Jeremiah 23 in verse 9. Jeremiah had an interesting experience. He, he couldn't stop doing what God wanted him to do, even though he ended up in so much trouble for doing it. Let me make this more personal. Let's, let's say, I'll ask Grace this question. If you knew that this, like this ministry of Jeremiah, everything that, every time he did something God told him to do, he ended up in trouble. Every time he spoke God's word to others, he ended up, being, he ended up in trouble. People fighting with him. Pues se peleaban People con él. arguing with him. Argumentaban con they él. threw him in a pit. Le, le echaban en la cárcel. They threw him in a well. Le echaban un pozo. They put him in those stocks, those wooden stocks. They bound him up for a few days. Ah, quizás lo, 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 lo amarraban. They put him in a jail. Ah, lo, lo, lo pusieron en la cárcel. They didn't believe what he said. No creían lo que él decía. Now, if you knew that was going to be your ministry, Sister Grace, would you still do it? Y si Grace supiera que este sería su ministerio, lo haría aún. Would you still do it? I mean, it's one thing if God says, "Okay, you're going to have a ministry, and there's just going to be multitudes that come." But would you do what Jeremiah had to do? <laughs> that's a hard. That's a hard. That's that's a good amen she's given. I like that. Mm -hmm. You got to do it, right? Yeah. And this is the way Jeremiah felt. There wasn't even one or two people that appreciated anything he was saying. No había quizás ni dos personas de que apreciaban lo que él decía. He had quite a difficult message to give. Tenía quizás un mensaje tan difícil que dar. And he said, in one place he says, I'm going to sit down and I'm, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because every time I open it and speak God's word, I get into more trouble. Y uno era el dice que más bien se iba a sentar y a mantener su boca cerrada porque cada vez que él abría, se metía en más problemas. We'll look at that in just a minute. But let's read what he says here. Jeremiah 23. Read in Spanish verse 9 there for us. Pero veamos en Jeremías 23 lo que dice aquí en el verso 9. Dice, a causa de los profetas mi corazón está quebrantado dentro de mí, todos mis huesos tiemblan, estoy como un ebrio y como hombre a quien dominó el vino delante de Jehová y delante de sus santas palabras. Mm -hmm. Here it's called the words of his holiness in, in English. Or yeah, holy words. Aquí uh, la llamamos la, la, la palabra de su santidad. He, he says, uh, Because of God's word, I'm like a, a drunken man. I, I'm, I'm all broken up inside. Go ahead. I'm just translating. I'm just saying it my own way. Because of God's holy words, I'm, I'm like, I'm all broken up inside. All my bones are shaking. 
Por esa, 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 para causa de esa palabra de santa, todos mis huesos están quebrantados adentro. All my bones are shaking. I feel like a drunken man whose wine has overcome him. Todos mis huesos tiemblan y se siento como un hombre ebrio a quien dominó el, a quien dominó el vino. Because of the words of his holiness. Por las palabras de su santidad. Because of the words of his holiness. Por las palabras de su santidad. And, and the, the question, and, and, and this is the experience that Jeremiah had. Esta es la experiencia que Jeremías tuvo. It wasn't that Jeremiah, uh, he wasn't, you know, the message that he had was against every other message of his day. El mensaje que él tenía era contra cualquier otro mensaje de sus días. And here, uh, this whole chapter 23 talks about the difference of God's word or the word that men just make up. Y aquí este capítulo 23 habla acerca de la diferencia de la palabra de Dios o el mensaje que los hombres diseñan. There were times Jeremiah just wanted to prophesy the same thing all the other prophets were giving. Y quizás había tiempos que Jeremías quería simplemente profetizar lo que los demás estaban profetizando. It takes us a little bit of time to see the whole story here, but all the other prophets of Israel were telling Israel, "Go on, go on. God's going to give you the victory. It's going to be wonderful. Do this, do this." Y tomaría tiempo ver, pero todos los profetas de Israel estaban más bien profetizando diciendo que siguiera adelante de que Dios iba a dar a victoria a ellos que siguieran all the were saying God is with you and you're going to go on and get victory and go on God is with you it's wonderful todos los profetas decían que siguieran adelante que Dios estaba con ellos que les iba a dar victoria and Jeremiah's message was just the opposite pero el mensaje de Jeremías era opuesto he said Jeremiah's message was you're, you're going to lose the battle if you fight el mensaje de Jeremías era que iban a perder la batalla si you've got to go into captivity iban a ir a cautividad you're going to be carried away into Babylon iban a ser llevados a Babilonia right and so his message did not go along with what everybody else was preaching. Así que su mensaje no iba con el mensaje de los demás que estaban predicando. And Jer Jeremiah, on many occasions through this book, he just sits down and weeps and cries. Y, y, en muchos lugares a través de este libro Jeremías se sienta y, y llora. And in many occasions he, he's even thinking, if I would just Maybe I could just speak the same things that everybody else is saying and everything would go better for me. En muchas ocasiones él dice si solamente pudiera hablar lo que los demás están hablando iría bien para mí. But when he would sit down and think about it Pero cuando se sentaba y pensaba his bones would start shaking. Sus huesos temblaban. His bones would start shaking. Sus huesos temblaban. And he would feel and he says I, uh, my bones are shaking I'm like a drunken man because his words are so holy how can I speak anything else? Sus huesos temblaban sentía como un hombre un hombre ebrio porque sus palabras tan santas ¿cómo puedo decir otra cosa? How can I even talk about anything else? ¿cómo puedo hablar aún de otra cosa? His words are so holy. porque sus palabras son tan santas continúa en todo el capítulo y dice en verso 18 Who hath marked his word and heard it? Dice el verso 18 porque dice quién estuvo en el en el secreto de Jehová y vio y oyó su palabra. Quién estuvo atento a su palabra y la oyó. These prophets were prophesying from their own imagination what they wanted. They were prophesying. Estos profetas profetizaban de su propia imaginación lo que lo que querían profetizar. Jeremiah's challenge was this. Y el, y el reto de Jeremías era to este. To those that were preaching that message. Aquellos que predicaban ese mensaje. He said, "Have you really sat in God's presence?" Él dijo, "Se han sentado delante de la presencia de Dios." Have you really gone into His presence and sat down and said, "God, what is Your counsel?" Han ido a su presencia y se han sentado delante de él a preguntar su consejo. Because if you would. 
Porque si lo hicieran, I'm sure you would hear the same thing I'm hearing. Seguro que oirían lo mismo que yo he escuchado. And it's not very good. Y no es bueno. In verse 20, uh, in verse 22, verso 22, the, the Lord says this. El Señor dice así. Says, but if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned the people away from evil ways and the evil of their doings. Dice el Señor, pero si ellos hubieran estado en mi secreto, habían oído, habían oído habían hecho oír mis palabras a mi pueblo y lo habrían hecho volver de su mal camino. In verse 28. Verso 28. The prophet that has a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Verso 28. Del profeta que tuviera un sueño, cuenta el sueño. Y aquel a quien afuera mi palabra, cuenta mi palabra verdadera. ¿Qué tiene que ver la paja con el trigo, dice Jehová? He says, if you really do have my word, then speak it faithfully. And he says, my, what, what, the, the, what's the difference of chaff and wheat? What would you rather make your bread out of, Melody? Chaff or wheat? It wouldn't be very good to make bread out of the chaff, would it? See, a big difference. Es una gran diferencia. The chaff is just the shell of the of the. It has nothing to do with the wheat. La paja es simplemente quizás la cáscara, ¿no? De, de, de lo que es el trigo no tiene nada que ver con él. Yeah. Verse 29. Verso 29. Is not my word like a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? Dice, no es mi palabra como fuego, dice Jehová, y como martillo que quebranta la piedra. In verse 30, therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, every one from the neighbor. Dice el verso 30, por tanto, aquí yo estoy contra los profetas, dice Jehová, que hurtan mis palabras, cada uno de mis cercanos. That's right. So God's word's like a fire. Así que la palabra de Dios es como un fuego. The, the word he wants to speak is like a fire. La palabra que él quiere hablar es como un fuego. See, it's like we talked about before. It's, we're talking about the voice of the Lord, not just the written word. The written word is wonderful, but what we really want is the voice of the Lord. Y como habíamos hablado antes, ah, hablamos de la, de la voz de, de Dios, ¿no? La palabra escrita es maravillosa, eh, eh, pero queremos la voz de Dios. We shared how the voice of the Lord is majestic and powerful. Compartíamos como la voz de Dios es majestuosa y poderosa. It splits the cedars of Lebanon. Como, como a, a, a parten dos los cerros del Líbano. It, it makes the deers to give birth. Hace que, hace que los, los venados den a luz. Right. It's his, his voice. Su voz. And so it's one thing to have God's words and use them to our advantage. Entonces una cosa tener la palabra de Dios y usarla a nuestra ventaja. It's another thing to have his voice come and cut us up inside. Y otra cosa tener su voz que venga y nos corte adentro. Isn't there a difference? No es diferente. Is there a difference for you? Hay una diferencia. There is to me. Sí la hay para mí. There's lots of things we can hear from God's word. Hay muchas cosas que puedo oír de la palabra de Dios. But it's the voice. Pero es la voz that we need. Que necesitamos. We need that living voice to come and just bring that word right inside of us. Necesitamos esa voz viva que venga adentro de nosotros. It's the word of righteousness. La palabra de justicia. That can change our lives. Que puede cambiar nuestras vidas. It's the words of his holiness. La palabra de su santidad. That we need to hear. Que necesitamos oír. Right to affect our very lives. Que, que afecte nuestra propia vida. <coughs> Look with me in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Miren también en 2 Timoteo capítulo 3. In 2 Timothy in chapter 3. En 2 Timoteo 3. Here Paul is exhorting Timothy, 
spend time in the scriptures he's saying. Pablo exhorta a Timoteo le dice que tome pase tiempo en las escrituras. He says give time to it. Él le dice que le dé tiempo a ellas. Continue in it. Que continúe en ellas. Continue in the reading of God's words. Que continúe en la, en la lectura de la palabra de Dios. And, and we read here in, in verse 14. Vemos en el verso 14 aquí. 2 Timothy chapter 3 starting with verse 14. 2 Timoteo 3:14. He says but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Dice pero persiste tú en lo que has aprendido y te persuadiste sabiendo de quién has aprendido. Right? And he goes on and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Y de que desde la niñez has sabido las sagradas escrituras las cuales te pueden hacer sabio para la salvación por la fe que es en Cristo Jesús. Verse 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, that means for scoldings, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be mature or perfect, thoroughly equipped and furnished unto all good works. Ese verso 16 dice que toda la escritura es inspirada por Dios y útil para enseñar, para redarguir, para corregir, para instruir en justicia a fin de que el hombre de Dios sea perfecto, enteramente preparado para toda buena obra. Amen. That's God's mm -hmm. word. That's the word of his righteousness. Esa es la palabra de Dios, su palabra his de justicia. Word that can wash us. Su palabra que puede lavarnos. Which can cleanse us. Que nos puede lavar. Which can come inside like a sharp two-edged sword. Que puede venir adentro como una espada de dos filos. And that's the kind of word we need. Y esa es la clase de palabra que necesitamos. We need to, to love the word of his righteousness. We need to let the word of God come inside and change our way of thinking about things. Like we were sharing earlier that with the great commandment as Jesus tells us in the New Testament is to love him also with our minds. And only the Holy Spirit can bring God's word into our life and renew that mind of ours. Y solo el Espíritu Santo puede traer esa palabra a nuestra vida y renovarlo. So we can love him with our mind. Para que podamos amarle con nuestra mente. Love him with our minds. Amarle con nuestra mente también. Look in Romans chapter 12. Vemos en Romanos 12 también. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1 and 2. Romanos 12, verso 1 y 2. One thing to understand is that that the Lord's not going to come and do this in you if you haven't given him permission. Y una cosa que tenemos que entender es que Dios no va a venir a hacer algo así si no le ha dado el permiso a hacerlo. Did the Lord save you without your permission? ¿Te salvó Dios sin tu permiso? It's kind of a strange way to put it, but did the Lord save you without you knowing anything about it? ¿Te salvó Dios sin que supieras nada? Did the Lord save you without you saying yes and opening the door and letting him come in? ¿Te salvó él sin que dijeras que sí y que abrieras la puerta a él? Did he just come with a search warrant and break into your house and and and, and live there? Vino él con una orden de arresto ahí y, y, y entró y simplemente se quedó ahí? No, he won't do that. No, él no va a hacer eso. He won't do that. Él no lo va a hacer. Have to open the door. Tienes que abrirle la puerta. You've got to give our bodies to him. En Romanos 12, por esto que tenemos que darle nuestro cuerpo a él. When you got saved, when you first came to Christ, you opened up your hearts. Cuando fuimos salvos, que primeramente venimos a él, le abrimos nuestro corazón a él. And that's how he came in to begin to do that work in your life. Y así entró él a hacer esa empezar a hacer esa obra en ti. But here Paul is saying 
to the Christians, to those that already have had Jesus in their heart. Pero Pablo aquí dice a los cristianos que tienen a Cristo en su corazón. He said, "You gave him your hearts." Dice, Le he dado su corazón. Now you got to give him your bodies. Ahora tienen que darle su cuerpo. You gave him your hearts. Han dado su corazón. But now you've got to give him your body. Ahora hay que darle su cuerpo. You've got to give him every part of you. Tienes que darle cada parte de you've ti. You've got to put your body on an altar. Tienes que poner tu cuerpo en un altar. Without conditions. Sin condición. With both hands and both feet tied to that altar. Con ambas manos, ambos pies atado a ese altar. We often just want to have a condition attached, don't we? A menudo queremos tener una condición. Well, Lord, you know, I, well, we'll do your will as long as you, you know, you take, you know, there's a few things that I want along the way. Y decimos, bueno, señora, vamos a hacer tu voluntad, pero hay unas cuantas cosas que queremos por ahí también. As long as it's not too hard. Mientras no sea muy difícil. As long as everybody's happy with me. Mientras quizás todos estén, estén uh, contentos conmigo. As long as I have enough money. Mientras tengas suficiente dinero. As long as things are going well. Mientras las cosas vayan bien. As long as I have time for fun once in a while. Mientras tenga tiempo para diversión de vez en cuando. serve you. Te serviré. And that's not the way. You can never be a sacrifice on that altar. Pero no es así. Nunca puedes ser un sacrificio en el altar así. It's without conditions. Es sin condición. The animal had to be tied el animal to that tenía altar. que ser atado al altar. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. Así, así que hermanos os ruego por las misericordias de Dios que presentéis vuestros cuerpos en sacrificio vivo santo agradable a Dios que es vuestro culto racional. It's our reasonable service. Que es vuestro culto racional. And when we can get our bodies on that altar. Y cuando podemos poner ese cuerpo en el altar. In other words, we're giving full permission to the Lord to work in our lives. En palabras, le damos a Dios permiso completo para hablar en nuestra vida. We're giving full permission to the Lord. Le estamos dando a Dios permiso completo. To work in us. Para que obre en nosotros. To do with us what He wants. Para hacer en nosotros lo que él quiera. And when that takes place, when we're all, when we're on that altar, and only when we're on the altar. Cuando eso sucede, cuando estamos en ese altar, solo cuando estamos ahí en el, en el altar. Can the word of righteousness begin to work down inside? Puede esa palabra de justicia empezar a obrar adentro. You see. In verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Y dice verso 2, no os conforméis a este siglo, sino transformados por medio de la renovación de vuestro entendimiento. Notice he's not talking about the renewing of your heart or soul or spirit or strength. No habla acerca de la renovación de, de vuestro corazón o de, de fuerzas o de, o de, de otra cosa, ¿no? He's talking about the mind. No habla de la mente. That's the hardest part to reach. Que es lo más, quizá lo más difícil de alcanzar. That's the hardest part to get a hold of. Que es lo más difícil de, de, de agarrar. Something only, uh, even we don't fully understand the mind. Que aún nosotros no, no comprendemos totalmente nuestra mente. But he says that if we give our bodies, pero necesitamos si entregamos nuestro cuerpo fully. Totalmente. In other words, as long as our hand, both hands and both feet are tied to the four corners of that altar. Mientras nuestras dos, nuestros dos brazos, nuestros dos pies estén atados a esas cuatro esquinas del altar. I mean, you're just there. You cannot get loose. Para que estás ahí no puedes soltarte. You've given permission to the high priest to put you there. Le dado permiso al sumo sacerdote para que te ponga ahí. While you're there, mientras estás ahí, transformation takes place. La transformación toma lugar. And it starts right in the mind. Y sucede comienza en la mente. And then we can begin to understand what his will is. Y entonces podemos empezar a entender cuál es su voluntad. We can begin to understand what his purposes are for our lives. Empezamos a entender cuáles son sus propósitos para nuestra vida. That word of righteousness can come inside and begin washing 
washing and cleansing and, and purifying our desires. Esa palabra de justicia puede venir adentro y empezar a lavar y a, a, a purificar y a renovar nuestro, nuestros deseos adentro. We need the word of God Necesitamos la palabra de Dios to teach us that. Para que nos enseñe eso. Look with me in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And here Paul really makes a strong statement. Y aquí Pablo un, declara algo muy fuerte. He talks about weapons of warfare. Y aquí él habla acerca de uh, armas de nuestra milicia. What's one of the weapons that we have? ¿Cuál es una de esas armas que tenemos? What's one of the weapons we have in this warfare? ¿Cuál es una de las armas que tenemos en esta, en esta, en esta guerra? Well, the only weapon we can see in God's word is the bueno, la única que podemos ver en la palabra de Dios cuál es? Is the sword. Es la espada. The word of truth. La espada de verdad. That'll be uh, something else. We'll, that's another title for God's word. We'll see later on. The word of truth. Es otra, otro título que vamos a ver más adelante. La, la palabra de verdad. But Paul says here that in verse in verse three, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 in verse three, he says, even though we have to walk in this flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Dice el verso 3 del Segunda Corintios 10 dice que porque aunque andamos en la carne no militamos según la carne. And the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh and carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Dice porque las armas de nuestra milicia no son carnales, sino poderosas en Dios para la destrucción de fortalezas. And what I want to show you here is that he's not talking in this portion. He is not talking about fighting the devil. Y aquí quiero que veamos que él no está hablando en esta porción acerca de pelear con el diablo. There's no devil mentioned here. Aquí no hay mención del diablo. He's not talking about fighting fighting the devil. Aquí no habla de pelear al diablo. There are of course there is warfare against spiritual powers. That's true. Y hay sí una guerra contra poderes espirituales, ¿verdad? But this is a different warfare he's referring to. Pero este es otra otro tipo de de pelea que es diferente. He says as we're pulling down strongholds. Dice para derribar fortalezas. But he's not talking about strong of the devil. Look real carefully in verse 5. What are these strongholds that need to be pulled down, knocked down and destroyed? Looks to me like he's talking about the mind, isn't he? Look at this. I mean, we, we often talk about fighting the devil, fighting the devil, fighting the devil, but here it looks like we have to start fighting ourselves. <laughs> and that's a battle that is very difficult. Because we can deceive ourselves. It's possible to deceive ourselves. James says the way we deceive ourselves is by hearing God's word and not doing it. This is a difficult battle to fight. It can't take place unless we're on that altar. In verse 5. What's the battle? Casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Y se derribando argumento y toda altivez que se levanta contra el conocimiento de Dios y llevando cautivo todo pensamiento a la obediencia de Cristo. Is that talking about the devil? Habla acerca del diablo. Is that verse talking about the devil there? Ese verso habla del diablo ahí. Are we trying to make the devil think about Jesus? Estamos tratando de que el diablo piense. Are we trying to make him? Is that what it says we're supposed to do? Is to bring his thoughts to the obedience of Christ? Lo que dice de que traer los pensamientos del diablo a la obediencia de Cristo. No. No. Whose thoughts? 
los pensamientos de quién? Somebody else's? De alguien más? No, us. No, nosotros. Every thoughts. Cada pensamiento. Not some thoughts. No algunos pensamientos. Not Sunday thoughts. No los pensamientos del domingo. See, not, not morning devotion thoughts. No los pensamientos de la de la devo, el devocional de la mañana. Not evening devotion thoughts. O no los pensamientos del devocional de la not noche. Church time thoughts. No los pensamientos quizás del tiempo de But iglesia. Every thought. Sino que todo pensamiento. Taking it captive. Llevándolo cautivo. How do we do that? ¿Cómo hacemos eso? With the weapons he's given us. Con las armas que nos ha dado. What weapon is it? ¿Qué, qué armas son? The sword. La palabra. The words. La palabra. The word of God. La palabra de Dios. We've got, got to get let God do that in our lives. Tenemos que dejar a Dios que haga eso en nuestra vida. The question we're asking ourselves is is my way of thinking and living being renewed to what God's word says? Nuestra pregunta es que si es mi, mal, mi manera de pensar y vivir que si está siendo renovada como dice aquí and it's not a static position y no es que esa es una posición estática it's not a place where we come to and say well I made it y no es un lugar que llegamos y decimos hasta aquí llegué that's what a lot of Christians think is that once they've gotten saved now they're in church and doing uh, good things they've made it they've made the goal muchos piensan así no es que una vez ahora que están en la iglesia que están ahí están haciendo cosas buenas ya han, han, han han, han alcanzado todo. This is a progressive experience. Esta es una experiencia progresiva. More and more the word of God goes deeper and deeper into our thoughts and intents. Más y más de la palabra de Dios va adentro dentro de nuestras intenciones. To deal with us. Para lidiar con nosotros. To renew our way of thinking. Para renovar nuestra manera de pensar. So we can think the way God wants us to. Para que pensemos como Dios quiere que pensemos. See, a marriage becomes sweeter and sweeter as the husband and wife begin to think more and more like each other. Y un pensamiento se hace más y más dulce mientras el esposo y la esposa comienzan a pensar más y más como el uno con el otro. They begin, maybe not be the same way, but their, their thoughts begin to work together in all that they want to accomplish. Quizás no va a ser no que sean igual, no, pero yeah. que empiecen a quizás complementarse juntamente mutuamente uno con el otro y eso hace un, un, un matrimonio más lindo And Jesus is looking for a bride. y Jesús busca por una novia Now, in a normal marriage the husband has to let his mind be renewed the wife has to let her mind be renewed so they can begin thinking together the way they should y un matrimonio normal el esposo tiene que dejar que su, su mente sea renovada así como la esposa también que su mente sea renovada para que empiecen a, a, a pensar así más más este de, como deberían it's kind of like they meet in the middle you know es como, es como que se encuentran en el medio no but it's not going to happen like that with Jesus is it <laughs> no va a suceder así con Jesús ¿no? he doesn't need to change his way of thinking does he él no tiene que cambiar su manera de pensar ¿no? we need a hundred percent change in us nosotros necesitamos un, un, un cambio 100% en nosotros in a husband wife relationship down here it's kind of the husband 50 and the wife 50 or 60-40 or 30-70 or something like that la relación aquí de esposo y esposa no es como el, de 50 a 50 desde 70 a 30 no así they, they meet in the middle but Jesus is not, doesn't need to change does he so something has to happen to us we need a hundred percent change we need to think or change our way he, he needs to he wants to change our way of thinking otherwise there's no way we can love him with all of our mind right 
como padres quizá lo mejor que podemos hacer es tratar con ellos según sus acciones y en ocasiones cuando entendemos lo que está detrás de sus acciones podemos quizás ayudarles más pero lo que Cristo quiere hacer es no solamente tratar con nuestras acciones He wants to deal with our hearts. Él quiere tratar en nuestro corazón That's the word of righteousness. It's es change us. y esa es la palabra de justicia que nos puede cambiar It's the word of righteousness. la palabra de justicia It's going to change us. que nos va a cambiar We need to bring down these thoughts. necesitamos derribar estos pensamientos High thoughts. toda altivez Proud thoughts. todo pensamiento orgulloso And bringing distracted thoughts to the obedience of Christ. Pensamiento de, 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 de que distrae, traerlos a la obediencia de Cristo. Amen. Amen. Maybe he can do that somehow if we can give ourselves on the altar. Quizás lo pueda hacer de alguna manera si nos damos nosotros a él en el altar. If somehow, si alguna manera, can put ourselves on his altar. Nosotros nos nos ponemos en ese altar. You turn with me quickly to also to um, First Timothy chapter six. Vean conmigo también Primera de Timoteo capítulo 6. First Timothy in chapter 6. Primera de Timoteo 6. Paul explains how again speaking more to Timothy about the word of God. Y explicando aún más aquí a Timoteo sobre la palabra de Dios. And he's, in his Paul is very zealous to explain to Timothy. Timothy was like Paul's disciple. Paul is very zealous to be sure that Timothy doesn't get distracted in his ministry. Y Pablo está lleno aquí de celo de poder explicarle a Timoteo siendo su discípulo, ¿no? Más acerca de su ministerio. And he he explains that, that he, like we read in, in Second Timothy, we read, we read how Timothy needed to get back into the word that he learned as a child. Como veíamos en Segunda Timoteo, ¿no? De que le explica de que él tenía que volver a, a la palabra así como de su niñez en la vía recibida. At the time that they were building churches in the early church, there was all that there began to be, especially around this time and a little bit later on, there began to be a whole deluge of false doctrine coming in. Y en el momento que empezaban a, a plantar nuevas iglesias, precisamente a, alrededor de este tiempo, comenzaba a haber un, un, un sinnúmero de diferentes enseñanzas, falsas enseñanzas. Especially among some of the Gentile Christians. Especialmente en medio de todos los which, a cristianos which gentiles. Which is where Timothy was. Que es donde estaba Timoteo. There begin to be uh, false teachings of uh, kind of like psych psychology and philosophies that came from other religions. Comenzaban a ver falsas enseñanzas como psicología o quizás como uh, uh, filosofía, ¿no? De que venían de otras religiones. And so Paul was very zealous that Timothy stay with the word that he had heard from Paul. Y Pablo, por ejemplo, muy, muy celoso en decirle a Timoteo de que permanezca en la palabra que él le había enseñado. He says, uh, look, let's just go back to chapter 4 real quickly. Y veamos, veamos en el capítulo 4. And he, he says in verse 13. Y dice en el verso 13. He says, um, Till I come, give attendance to the reading and to exhortation and to doctrine. Dice entre tanto que voy, ocupa en la escritura la exhortación y la enseñanza. In verse 15. Verso 15. Meditate on these things. Dice, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to everybody. Dice ocupa en estas cosas, permanece en ellas para que te para que tu aprovechamiento sea manifiesto a todos. Paul was saying, Timothy, if you stay with what you've heard and not Go off 
in a distracted mode. Pablo dice que si permaneces donde estás y no te vas en un, no te distraes. If you stay with it, si, te, si permaneces meditate con cosas, on it, si meditas en ella, get into it, si, te, si, si adentras en ella, study those doctrines, si estudias estas doctrinas, you're going to profit. Te vas a, te vas a, a, te vas a aprovechar mucho. There's going to be a profit in your life. Even others will see it. Verse 16. Take heed to thyself and unto the doctrine, he says. Continue in them. For, mm -hmm. for, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Paul saying, stay with it, Timothy. There's going to be all kinds of false teachings. All kinds of winds of doctrine, he says to the Ephesians. In chapter 6, in verse 3, he says, if any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the doctrine which is according to godliness he is proud knowing nothing dice verso 3 dice si alguno enseña otra cosa y no se conforma a las santas palabras de nuestro Señor Jesucristo y a la doctrina que es conforme a la piedad está envanecido nada sabe He doesn't know anything at all. He says, Timothy, be careful. When you hear others teaching, when you hear other things, be careful. And he gives two little tests for those messages. He said, if any man begins to teach something, there needs to be two things you're listening for, Timothy. Two things that are important ingredients. ingredients. If those messages or if what you're hearing doesn't contain those two ingredients, get rid of it, Timothy. First of all, it has to be the words of our Lord Jesus. Not some other words no, alguna otra palabra. has to be from this book Tiene que ser de este libro, dice. has to be from this living book Tiene que ser de este libro this is the book of life este es el libro de vida. and something else he said y algo más le dice. even from this book Aún de este libro, it's possible to teach things for personal gain es posible enseñar cosas para aprovechamiento personal. it's possible even from this book es posible aún de este libro, dice. to form doctrine for personal advantage formar doctrinas para a, 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 He said, Timothy, be careful. Not only should it be words from this book, but also the doctrine which is according to godliness. In other words, there should be desire inside. As these words come, there should be a desire inside to want more. De querer más. If it's a message si es un mensaje that makes us feel satisfied where we're at, que nos hace sentir satisfecho donde estamos, then it's not words according to God. One translation says the doctrine which conforms itself unto godliness. Y un pasaje dice la doctrina que se conforma a sí misma a la piedad. Yeah. If it, if it doesn't conform, if it doesn't want to conform or change those desires towards more of what is in God, then it's not the right teaching. Si no se conforma en esos deseos, quizás a, o a querer más de Dios, entonces no es quizás la enseñanza apropiada. We need God's word. Necesitamos la palabra de Dios. Let's finish by looking in Psalms 119 at these desires of David's. 
Y, y vamos a, terminemos viendo el, el Salmo 119 acerca de estos deseos de David. These words in Psalms, although the, the writer of Psalms, uh, many of the messages, the things he speaks, are prophetical for you and I. Y aunque quizás muchas de estas cosas de escritas de los Salmos son proféticas para nosotros. Because in, in, in fact is that they, they could not, in the Old Testament, they could not go any further without the working of the Holy Spirit in their lives. So many of these words here are prophetical for you and I. Old Testament saints could read them, understand them, but only to a certain depth. For you and I, those of us who have been baptized with the Holy Spirit, there's a depth these words want to produce inside of us. Take some time this week and read Psalms 119. In Psalms 119, there's a lot of different words that are used to describe God's word. You'll see the word law. In fact, I made, made a little list here. You'll see the word law used 26 times. You'll see the word testimony used 22 times. You'll see the word uh, precepts used 22 times. You'll see the word statutes used 21 times. You'll see the word commandment used 20 times. And the word judgment, which also refers to God's word, is used 22 times. 22 times. And uh, ordinances is used one or two times also. Y tus ordenanzas también la usa 22 veces. And the word word is used 40 times. Y usa la, 42 times. Y usa también la expresión tu palabra la usa también 22 veces. So add those all up. Y si lo y si lo lo, lo sumas todo. And all those different times each one of those expressions is used it all refers to God's word. Si lo lo sumas todo los diferentes tiempos las maneras veces que se refiere a la palabra de Dios todo se refiere a ella. That's what this psalm is about. Y esto es lo que este salmo se trata. God's word. De la palabra de Dios. He says in Psalms 119 in verse 11 thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee and you'll find his longing for instance in verse uh, in, in verse 26 read it in Spanish verse 26 te he manifestado mis caminos y me has respondido. Enséñame tus estatutos. He's saying, Lord, I've declared my ways. Or, Lord, I've showed you my ways. I've opened up my heart. Teach me your ways now. Él dice, te, te, te he abierto, me he mostrado mi corazón, Señor. Enséñame ahora tus caminos. I love verse 32. Listen to verse 32. Y el verso 32 que me encanta. He says, Lord, I will run the way of your commandments. 
when you have enlarged my heart. Dice en el verso 22, por el camino de tus mandamientos correré cuando ensanches mi corazón. And, and, and all throughout this psalm, he's crying out, Lord, please, I, I want to learn your word. I want to know your word. This is the desire God wants to, ask, to have in us as well. The question we're asking ourselves is, is our way of thinking and living being renewed? Y la pregunta que nos hacemos es que si nuestra manera de pensar está, o de vivir también está siendo renovada. Let me just add to that. What, help me with just for a minute here. What are some ways of thinking that need to be changed in our lives? Y quizás para añadir, I mean, just in, in general as humans, what are some of the ways we need to change? Nos preguntamos quizás así como humanos, ¿cuáles son quizás algunas maneras de pensar que podemos cambiar? Hmm? What are some things that kind of make us certain ways that make us? I mean. The situation that we're in, society that we're in, what is it that directs our ways of thinking that God's word can come and change? ¿Cuáles son cosas que dirigen nuestras maneras de, de pensar, no, que podemos cambiar? Hmm? Yeah, there, no, there's, there's ways of thinking that we have as humans in general. Not individually, God deals with us too, but in general, there's ways of thinking that we have as humans that God just totally wants to renew. Can you think of some areas? Hay maneras de think pensar como humanos que tenemos, ¿no? Que, que Dios quiere cambiar, que creo que cambiemos. ¿Qué, qué pueden ser? Hmm? I'm sorry. What was the time we're in school? Yeah. So that's an area, that's a place where God can deal with us. How about one of our thoughts that studying his word? One of, one of the things in our, in our lives and as humans is that we sometimes we just forget about eternity, don't we? In general, as humans, we kind of think our whole existence is right down here on earth. Most of our planning la mayoría de nuestro plan de most plan, of our energies, nuestra planificación, nuestra energía, most of our uh, efforts, nuestros esfuerzos, are for down here. Son para acá abajo. When one, in general, when one way of being renewed begin to make us more heavenly minded. No será una, una manera de ser transformados, renovados, es de hacernos más quizás uh, más conscientes de la eternidad, ¿no? Right. More conscious of eternity. Más consciente de la eternidad. I mean, that's a whole area of our life. It just needs to be renewed every day. Y eso es toda una área de nuestra vida que tiene que ser renovada cada día. Where we begin to see with see things with eternal value in our hearts. Y que empecemos a ver las cosas con valor eterno en nuestro corazón. How about cultural attitudes? Y qué también actitudes culturales. One of the most difficult to deal with. Es una de las más difíciles de tratar, ¿no? Because Every nationality thinks they're the, the best nationality, right? Porque cada nacionalidad piensa que es la mejor. Every culture thinks their culture is the right way. Cada see. cultura piensa que la cultura en sí de ellos es la mejor. And, and oftentimes it's through those, uh, those opinions that we see things and judge things around us. Y es a través de esas opiniones en que a menudo vemos y juzgamos las cosas. We need our minds renewed in those areas. Necesitamos nuestra mente también renovada en esas Because áreas. Because in God there is no culture. Porque en Dios no hay cultura. There is no culture that it's right Or wrong. No hay cultura de que sea uh, la mejor o la, o la peor. Lots of things need to change. Muchas cosas que tienen que ser cambiadas in our lives. En nuestras vidas. Let's all stand. Vamos a estar de pie. Let's sing that little chorus again. That song, uh, "I've hidden Thy Word in my heart."
Voy a cantar nuevamente ese canto. It's number 777. That's a good number, right? You can find it. It's not there either. Oh, we know the chorus. Tu palabra he guardado, Señor. 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 Tu palabra he guardado, Señor, para no pecar contra ti. Te buscaré de corazón para vivir en santidad. Meritando día a día en tu ley, tu palabra he guardado, Señor. 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 Tu palabra alumbra mi camino, es luz que me da dirección. Oh, tu palabra alumbra mi camino, lámpara es a mis pies, a mis pies. Tus dichos me hacen cantar, tus juicios consuelo me son. Tus sendas consideraré y alabanza te daré, pues tus testimonios permanecerán. Tu palabra he guardado, Señor. 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 I have it in your word in my heart. I have it in your word in my heart. I have it in your word in my heart. I have it in your word in my heart. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that you would assist us this afternoon to give ourselves on that altar. Lord, it is the great commandment to love you with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our strength, and all of our mind. 
y es el gran mandamiento Señor que podamos amarte con todo nuestro corazón con toda nuestra alma toda nuestra fuerza con toda nuestra mente we realize today Lord it's a great war that needs to take place right inside of us nos damos cuenta hoy Señor de que es una gran batalla que tiene que tomar lugar adentro de nosotros bringing down strongholds derribando fortalezas bringing down strongholds of thoughts and ideas that are so contrary to your ways derribando fortalezas de pensamientos e ideas que son contrarias a tus caminos so often we comfort ourselves with the fact that we've obeyed your word in the, nat- in, the in our in our flesh y a menudo nos confortamos a nosotros, a nosotros mismos con que hemos obedecido a tu palabra we've obeyed it outwardly que la hemos obedecido externamente but it's not being fulfilled inside of us yet Lord we give ourselves on the altar this afternoon Lord we thank you Father for renewing our minds we want to bring every thought captive to the to obedience of Christ pensamiento cautivo de la obediencia de Cristo Father we give you permission Padre te damos permiso to work inside of us de que obres adentro de nosotros we give you permission by your spirit te damos permiso por tu espíritu to deal with our thoughts and intents Lord de tratar con nuestros pensamientos e intenciones that the word of righteousness wash us and cleanse us today Lord que la palabra de justicia nos lave y nos limpie hoy apply these words to our lives Lord we don't want to just be hearers of the word we want to be doers Lord. thank you for the people here today Lord pray for those that aren't here Lord that you bring healing to them Father those that are sick that you'd reach out and meet their needs and speak to their hearts Lord Thank you for reviving us with your word in these days. Gracias por ayudarnos según tu palabra en estos días. In Jesus name. En el nombre de Jesús. Amen. 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 God bless you all. My uh Marietta's at home with our kids. We had a bout with fevers and coughs and all kinds of things last night. Just a real attack of the devil. So, keep them in prayer. And, uh, amen. God bless you.